0: They say, when you are living in accordance to your soul purpose, it should feel very uncomfortable. And walking it can make you squirm. Because your soul has never walked that path before. The Uncharted is supposed to evolve us. But... The things that enable growth back to our core essence are so damn uncomfortable. And at times, they can make you squirm. So squirm. Be uncomfortable. Let go. But most of all, allow. And eventually, you will arrive at liberation. Okay, I have to pause for just a second. Before we turn up this party, I've got to lay it down and hit you with the disclaimer. Don't want anyone getting carried away out there. The information on this podcast, Exalted by the Serpent, is not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content, including text graphics, images, and information contained on or available through this podcast, is for educational purposes only. Exalted by the serpent, makes no representation and assumes no responsibility for the accuracy of information on or available through this podcast, and such information is subject to change without notice. You, yes you, you are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from or through this podcast with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. All right, party time. Get this, lightning strikes United States 20 million times per year. That's just the United States. Grounding. So is that like what a groundhog does when he's like, yeah, no, I'm not about to come back up and show my face this spring? (coughs) Grounding. I'm sure you have seen that word circulating on social media. So what the heck does grounding mean? Okay, if I go to the Google machine, the Google search engine, and I type in grounding definition, it comes up with basic training or instruction in a subject. That's definitely not what we're looking for. I guess there must be a separate dictionary that exists somewhere in this mystical world for just energetic words. Totally kidding. But I do have to type in grounding definition, energy to get the right thing. This is not what I get. And thank God Healthline provides this information. Rounding or earthing is a therapeutic technique that focuses on realigning your electrical energy by reconnecting to the earth. All right, cool. You've never ever done this before or had any idea you had to do this? What the heck does that even mean? Just for kicks, I asked a few others. This is what they had to say that's a tough question to answer but i think that you could wrap it up in a few words one being zen and awareness of your surroundings probably more yeah no definitely more self-awareness bare feet in the sand or in the dirt grounding is connecting with your inner self as well as with the earth and everything that's going on around you i hear the word grounding what it comes to my mind is my parent just disciplining me you know like Correct me if I'm doing a mistake Uh, out of love. It sounds like, uh, hey, get back to what you're supposed to be doing. Stop the bullshit. Closer to earth or closer to nature. Working on my mental and emotional state, that's through meditation, through thought process, putting myself in a safe place to where I can take on everything in the world that's coming at me. Becoming one with yourself, with the ground below you, with nature, with earth, life, and becoming one with the universe. Yeah, I didn't really know for quite some time. And you know what really bothers me? On this Healthline website, healthline.com, it says this underneath the definition. There is little research behind grounding, but smaller studies have reported benefits for inflammation, pain, mood, and more. Little research on things that are so damn important. These are the solutions to some of the things that doctors have no solutions for in your secret dictionary. Go down to your nearest wizard's office and get yourself a dictionary for your energetic words. Okay? (laughs) I guess we've all been cut off from actually the knowing of this stuff because it's just not at our fingertips as easy as we think it is. It's like, Well, it is. I'm probably not even trying that hard to find. But the first thing that pops up is like not what I'm saying. And it's funny because it's a circulating word. Very trendy, I guess it would be. So let's get this trend figured out. Let's figure out why this is so trendy, what it means. I really did not know what it meant until recently, until I felt it, which also saddens me because I spent most of my life not feeling grounded. It's a great feeling. I want to give the meaning they deserve and I hope to accomplish that. A lot of these labels, honest to god, just discovered their actual meaning after I've been going through this journey five years-ish what they actually meant to me and that's just it. These are energy words they're really loaded and they mean something different to everyone. So grounding, what comes to mind when I say that? I mean when I first heard this word I'm like grounding the hell They would talk about it all the time. You know, I'd go to those sound baths, these full moon drum circle things. Yeah, I did all the woo-woo stuff and it's not as woo-woo as you think. I mean, some. (laughs) So they would say grounding and I would just play along. Like I knew what they were talking about. Like, yeah, I ground. I know what that means. No clue what the hell they were talking about at the time. I thought I knew, I thought I was doing it. (laughs) Hell no, I wasn't. And here's the thing. I had never felt grounded really in my entire life up until I felt grounded. And I was like, oh, yeah, I get it. I understand. And it's just because I had to experience what that felt like. At this point, you may be wondering, how is this important? Let me tell you. According to Helpline.com, taking up a grounding practice can help reduce your inflammation pain and increase your mood. Also, preventing mood disorders. Hmm, sounds pretty enticing. Okay. Just a little bit of that, that everybody suffers from. Little research has been done. Surprise! Just bear in mind that some of these things they don't tell you. Maybe it's because they're free and you can do it at home without a doctor. Just throwing that in there. Okay, so grounding. When you feel grounded, For me, this is my own experience in this body. Grounding is like, wow, I feel comfortable in this body. I am in my body. Also, when I heard that for a long time, it was like, what the hell does that mean? I'm in my body. Of course you're in your body. I'm the only person here. So what the hell does this mean? To be real, I spent majority of my life out of body, not knowing I was out of body. Not fun, not fun to be out of body. Well, it can be nice, it, it serves a purpose. I want to start off going over what the opposite of grounding is. Because I know that one very well. Going out of body is the opposite of grounding or being out of body, dissociation. Dissociation is tied up to psychology. The thing that pisses me off about that, they do not talk about the energetics behind the dissociation. Dissociation has tons of fucking labels attached to it that make people judge or mislead people thinking it's something it's really not, rather than giving them any kind of hope. There's no positive underlying message to dissociation, right? That's all I can feel of the word dissociation is negative. So fuck that word. Out of body sounds a little better to me. Because that's actually what's happening. That's the action. That's the energy. That's not a judgment. So when we have things that happen to us in life where they're so traumatic, your being, your soul, your energy, so pure that what it does to protect you, to protect it from breaking off pieces, because your soul can break from having traumatic things happen to the soul, your soul we'll just get up and bounce. You're like probably thinking, well then how am I still living if my spirit's not in the body? (coughs) Well, I thought the same thing. What is in your body then? We're gonna just dive in. We're gonna dive in. We're gonna just do it. And I know it's gonna be kind of freaky for some people. That's okay. I hope you just can be open-minded to some of these ideas, these topics. I've seen multiple energy workers. I've read tons of books on energy. I have taken classes and courses about energy and the energetics of our soul. With that being said, with all the knowledge I have, what I have to share is based on personal experience and what I went through working with my energy worker, my energy healer. So my philosophy, always question everything you hear, even this, I'm only sharing. So you can expand your mind and use your intuition to decide what's true for you. Honestly, to me, it makes a lot of sense. So I'm going to share it here in a way that's not so freaky. Hopefully before anything traumatic happens, our soul is in body, taking up every space energetically, and it feels safe there. It's home. When something happens to a person so traumatic, it could potentially hurt the soul. The soul, can break off, like parts of it can break off when it's faced with really traumatic things. With darkness, it can break off. It can be healed too. I'm not trying to speak negative about this. What I'm talking about is not about the soul breaking off. This is out of body. When a traumatic situation presents in a person's life, the soul can get up and get out of the body to prevent the soul from breaking, which is pretty cool. But what also happens You are inviting, and this is not a conscious thing that's happening, this is energy. This is behind the scenes. The body will invite other entities, which are other energies that don't have bodies, into the body to take over while that traumatic experience happens so that the soul doesn't have to actually handle that and take that on, but the body takes it on. The body takes all of the trauma on and those entities are an invitation to come in and, you know, have an experience in the body. Maybe they had agreements to serve a certain person to be that for them. So the person hired these entities, their soul got up and bounced and entities came in, body and the entities battled this traumatic darkness that was trying to come onto this person. Okay, it's pretty cool because they're doing us a service. They're taking on the wound spiritually, energetically, but the body also, is still a part of us when we come back into the body. Mind, body, soul have to be connected, balanced, harmonized, and reside in a state of homeostasis for healthy living, healthy mind. When the body takes on these emotions and these traumatic things, it stores them. The nerves in muscles, they show up later on, usually by pain. It's a message the nerves send to the mind back and forth, back and forth, that there's something wrong, something energetically wrong in the body. And over time, this message gets a lot stronger. It is sending that message through your nervous system to the mind, and the mind and the soul aren't connected, and the body's not connected. All three are disconnected. And a lot of times, and from my personal experience, when the soul leaves the body, there are no actual memories of the traumatic occurrence or occurrences. There's only memory stored through the body and that can make it really difficult for somebody to understand why their body is going whack later in life. I hope it's all starting to connect, it makes sense. So this is where addiction comes in because it makes it so easy to form an addiction and invite entities into your body when you don't wanna deal with that. Because honestly, if you don't know what's going on, who wants to deal with that? It isn't fun. As souls, we decided to take up a body and have these experiences to grow, to deepen our self-love, and eventually be able to give that unconditional love to others. And so a lot of times later in life for people who have experienced traumatic things in their childhood, they develop alcoholism or addictions of any sort. Addictions need to be looked at a little differently because addictions are what we cling to to help us get out of our body and avoid trauma that we don't even know is there. People who become reliant on substances to escape are usually trying to escape something, usually. Some people who experience trauma who don't leave the body and their soul stays in the body, now that's a whole different thing that we can get into another time. Out of body, having that be something you have trained yourself to do, not knowing though, it is just the awareness of that now to reconnect mind body and soul because that addiction is the soul handing over the power leaving the body letting the addiction the entity into the body you're giving power to it you're saying here come in come in and have this experience in a body because it doesn't have a body it wants to have a body every time you invite it in and you keep doing this addiction more entities come and more of them want to take up space in your body while it's enjoying that addiction. Because it wants to feel drunk, high. It wants to feel the pleasure of shopping, the pleasure of food, whatever it is. It wants to feel that, this energy that doesn't have a body. We are totally gifted this beautiful body and we give it away when we hand our power over to our addictions. I am not speaking from being a perfect human. I have battled my shit, I'll tell you that. And then you have all these entities around you that you've hired on, because they know they can get high from you, drunk, or have pleasure, they are gonna stick around and then you keep hiring more and more every time you do it. No wonder people really struggle to quit their addictions. There's a lot more than just them nagging them to do their addiction, whatever that may be. And that's okay if you don't agree with any of this, just be open-minded. Just be open-minded. Okay, back to grounding. So the soul can leave the body, now you understand that. Being grounded is when you are fully taking up every space in your body, feeling planted on the earth. This is grounding. That lightning strike is being grounded into the earth. Mother Gaia, let's take a moment and bow our heads to that great goddess. She takes on all that energy because if she didn't, could you imagine? She does a lot of magic for us. We came from the ground and we are going back to the ground and we have to ground all the energy that's running through our body and that is through the ground surface. And then it goes down and to the core, wherever you want to imagine that could possibly be. Unfortunately I've never been there so I couldn't tell you what it looks like. I've taken a lot of trips to outer space but definitely not one to the center of the earth. Maybe that will be a new journey now that I've planted the seed. We take on a lot of energy each day. We produce a lot of energy each day. We need to release this energy from ourselves so that we don't have it bogging us down and overcrowding our spirit by grounding. So you're releasing energy that doesn't belong to you. I wanna paint a picture for you. Imagine a magnet and you're holding this magnet and all of a sudden from everywhere around you, things start coming to it and getting picked up by it that you didn't even realize were metal. Because you're holding the magnet. Maybe this is just me and my experience with magnets. When I start having all this metal is clinging to the magnet, getting annoyed and frustrated with all these things trying to cling to it. And then I'm like, oh shit, I'm holding a magnet. Split second thought. But I'm like, oh yeah, I'm holding a freaking magnet. Before it just started drawing in all this crap, like that second before, you're like, oh, you're just holding a magnet. And all of a sudden, pink, all these things come collecting to the magnet. You're like, shit there's a lot of metal around here like I can't even get away from it think about the magnet as our subconscious beliefs and programs it's drawing into its vortex only those things that's going to meet the other side of that pole of the magnet that belief okay got it Paint it in your head our thoughts our mind creates thoughts thoughts are energy our beliefs are energy words are energy everything is every little thing is energy So our thoughts, what is ticking and going around and around in our head is energy, and energy eventually manifests into a physical form. Where your attention goes, energy flows. That's the saying. What we have programmed in our subconscious that become a physical manifestation eventually. How that really works is when you have a programmed subconscious belief, these programmed subconscious beliefs they have to go somewhere now they belong to you they have to go somewhere and they go out into our auric field our energy field extends six feet around our entire body have you guys been able to see that yet with your spidey senses (laughs) some people actually can see auras and that is really awesome it is a mind expanding gift once you decide to go that far so that's pretty dope it has different layers which mean different things they're different parts of our energy subconscious programs subconscious beliefs once we have created that belief it has to be stored somewhere because of its energy it goes into our auric field so think about being in an egg and that egg is your energy and that energy field that whole egg has different layers that mean different things to what your energy is When we download these programs that are beliefs and we put them into our subconscious, the subconscious stores those in the org field. They're like a magnet. Each specific belief is a magnet. You've got lots of these magnets. Awareness is the key. You hear that stinking word everywhere all the time now. Another circulating word. The reason awareness is so damn important. If we have beliefs that we're unaware of because we're unaware of our reality, and we're drawing in all this garbage and junk into our life, you're creating all this nonsense with your energy. So you're wasting your energy. If you're drawing in things surrounding that belief that's not your truth, that's already draining your energy. So people who are constantly fatigued and ornery and sad, you can imagine why. Get rid of all this shit that doesn't belong to you and stop drawing in more of it. How does one connect with earth and ground? It seems pretty self-explanatory. You put your feet on the ground, on the earth. That's pretty much it. However, any kind of rubber shoe acts as a barrier from the earth. So you're actually not connecting to the earth. Interesting. I did not know this until I researched it for this podcast. Barefoot is the best for this. Barefoot. And it feels so good, honestly. It brings me back to being a kid. I loved running around barefoot. That was the best. I am obsessed with rock hounding and picking up rocks and rolling around in the dirt. My hands are touching the earth. That exchange of energy is happening. Also, another fun fact I learned researching this. There are specific shoes you can buy to earth and ground that allow you to connect with the earth. Can you believe that? Back in the day, they made their shoes out of animal hide. And wearing just leather shoes, you still get that exchange of energy with the earth. Now, if you can't go outside, where in the winter, it's a little tough to put your feet on the bare earth. You just got to grow a patch in your house of some grass, okay? And you got to make sure you keep this nice and healthy. Then you're good, especially for people who live in apartments. Okay, we're in trouble. Just kidding. Not funny. Not funny at all. Another way that you can ground is visualization practice, okay? Not necessarily meditation you do have to be kind of in a meditative state. So you want to drop in with yourself and get rid of most distractions. If you can, you're going to visualize yourself standing on the earth barefoot with roots like a tree coming out of your feet and they're expanding and spreading and they're also growing deeper and deeper and going through all of the rock until they finally hit the core of the earth. And I like to visualize the core of the earth as a heart as the heart core of our grounding practice, of the love that we're receiving from the earth, that loving energy. Give her back all the energy that you've accumulated and let her re-energize you. Visualize tapping into that core. I really just try to get creative with it. Pretty beautiful little practice. I really started taking this grounding shit more seriously. As I started researching. Had no idea this was going to be the case for this episode, but I'm really glad it is. I started walking around barefoot. Okay. I don't care how cold it is. I started walking around barefoot and I look like a freak and I love it. I love it. Everybody looks at me like, what's this girl doing? She hadn't even freaking fine matching socks. Holy shit. I did wonder upon this, uh, little journey I've been on. <laughs> oh, shit. You can ground through concrete because I did wonder I'm like damn I've got a lot of concrete around me I'm it's kind of sad it's kind of sad I have hardly any nature around me and that really is a kind of rude awakening I'm about to get out of here go to the forest I did research you can ground through concrete and paving stones but not tarmac so if you can't access grass and have concrete that will work you can still do it Day one, grounding. As you can tell, I'm outside sitting my butt on the grass and the grass is actually very green. I'm very impressed for it being right out of winter. This grass is like marvelous and it smells so damn good. Here we go. I already feel roots growing out of my butt because I am sitting on the ground. I might turn into a tree. This is not a, an ad by any means but it's something I did find upon research. Clint Ober is his name. He is a retired cable TV engineer. And he is actually one of the people that is largely responsible for opening up this field of earthing. Thank God for him. He uh, came up with some products which allow you to be earthed while inside. So I'm going to attach the link for that on my description. So you guys can check it out if you're interested. They're like these matte things. I honestly think I'm going to get one. but. I'm not saying that to promote this. I am just going to try it out because I could use that in my life. Living in an apartment is kind of tough to get to the ground. So I guess how I can sum it up is that humans are charged up with high frequencies, especially now with all this technology. And I really don't want to get into that stuff, but just think about that, man. We have to ground it out. We have to ground it back to the earth, just like lightning. All that electrical charge needs to be grounded to the earth, humans, animals, anything. We all need to ground energy. I am shocked with the research I did and the things I didn't know about grounding. I'm going to put the resources in the description if you want to check it out. It's very interesting.